Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Pretty Divorced Podcast. Today, we are discussing how you can not only survive, but thrive through the holidays after your divorce. Stay tuned because I'll be revealing my top five holiday hacks I've learned since going through my first holidays alone. If you're new around here, my name is Britt, and I am the host of this podcast and founder of Pretty Divorced. I'm a divorce recovery and mindset coach, and I'm bringing you all the inside info to level up your life. So welcome to the show. Let's dive into today's episode. Going through a divorce is probably one of the most difficult life transitions a person can endure. All of a sudden, you're worrying about your finances, becoming a single parent, gossip, loneliness, moving, fear. It's basically a big ball of uncertainty that you're facing all alone. And you're doing all of this while trying to process the emotional pain of going through the actual breakup itself. I'm sure you can agree that this time can be daunting and hopeless and just downright exhausting. And if that isn't hard enough, going through that first round of holidays just adds even more potential stress and sadness to your life. Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, and all of those December parties, get-togethers, and work functions that you feel pressured to attend can make you feel like you're getting punched in the stomach every day. Because let's be honest, who wants to show up to a party alone and then feel like you have to explain why you're alone or face the harsh reality of not getting invited to the parties or events because the host chose to invite your ex instead of you? Or maybe they just felt uncomfortable with choosing so they didn't invite either of you. And all of that uncertainty can really take a toll on you emotionally, especially if these are parties or events that you've been attending for years and years and all of a sudden, they are ripped away from you. Not to mention how upsetting it is to see the pictures on Facebook or Instagram the next day and know that you were excluded. I felt extremely isolated and betrayed after my divorce. I remember feeling like, what the heck? Why am I all of a sudden excluded from everything in my life? I had a very um, George Bailey from It's a Wonderful Life thing going on where I was seeing all of these pictures from the parties I used to go to and events and everyone was there having a good time, but I was missing. It was so hard to process how my life could change so much, especially around such a happy time of year. And if the parties weren't enough, you start thinking about all the questions that are getting ready to come your way from your family as you finally sit down to Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner. Oh, the angst and anxiety that comes with that. So you might be thinking, okay, well, thanks for the warning of all these horrible things coming my way. But if this is what I'm getting ready to go through, how am I supposed to be festive and jolly and fun-loving when all I want to do is lay in the bed and cry or hide from the world? And I completely understand because that's exactly what I did my first holiday season alone. I hid. And since that first year, I have compiled some really great holiday hacks that are not only going to help you survive, but thrive during your first or second or third round of holidays alone. These are actually going to help you enjoy the next few months without faking it. I'm here to tell you that you can get through this. You will get through this. And acknowledging your fears and your feelings and allowing yourself to process those will help you grow throughout this process and make you even more strong and more independent than you already are. So when we come back, I'll reveal my top five holiday hacks for not only surviving, but thriving during the holidays. Hang tight. 
So before we get into the list, I want to set the stage with one of my favorite quotes and words that I try to live by every single day. Tony Robbins, which if you ever get a chance to go see him in person, go do it. It's amazing. But he very wisely said that you have to decide that life isn't happening to you. It's happening for you. And that's really important to remember because this feeling of loss and emptiness and confusion that you're probably going through can leave you very lonely and very angry and questioning why this happened to you. But keep that quote in the back of your head and remember that life is actually happening for you. So with that being said, here are my five holiday hacks that can turn around your thinking and make the holidays happen for you. I remember someone telling me as I was struggling through my first holiday season that I needed to stop self-loathing and wallowing in my pity and that I just needed some new traditions to look forward to. And at that time, that's the last thing I wanted to hear. I was like, please let me hang on to something here. I didn't want to do it. I totally did not want to do it. I had had enough new for the time being. My life had just fallen apart. I wasn't feeling very social or excited about the endless stream of Hallmark movies getting ready to get shoved down my throat that all featured the perfect couple drinking the perfect cup of hot cocoa. And at the end, he would reveal the perfect diamond ring and they would kiss under the perfect amount of snowflakes. I mean, gag, right? I did not want to do anything holiday related because to me, the holidays are about love and feeling close to someone and sitting in front of the fireplace and watching your beautiful tree sparkle as you sip champagne. You know, all of the wonderful things. And it's about family and friends and being together and being included and feeling warm. And that first holiday, I felt like I had none of those things. So I was sad and bitter and alone, and I wasn't in a place to love love or love the holidays yet. And I was in a place that life was happening to me, poor me, woe is me stage, which is not a place you want to be, or at least stay very long. But little did I know life was happening for me. And now I have traditions that are so much better than my old ones. For instance, let's talk Christmas trees. After I pulled myself out of the funk, barely, that first Christmas, I decided that I was going to get the most Brit tree that was out there. So I went and I bought a black Christmas tree and I made it the chicest, girliest, most luxurious Christmas tree for my cat and myself. And I freaking loved it. I got to decorate it in a way that I wanted and no one got to say like, you can't have a black Christmas tree or you can't have a girly Christmas tree. It didn't have to be traditional. It got to be what I wanted it to be. And that really filled up my cup. And who knew like a little black Christmas tree could bring so much joy and hope into my life. It was like I got a little bit of myself back. Fast forward a few years and I started going annually with my now fiance and his mother every year to pick out a live tree, something I'd never experienced before. I'd never had a live Christmas tree. And now I look forward to it every year going to choose our special tree, you know, getting it uh, put on top of the car, having hot cocoa. There's a live nativity scene there. I mean, it's just so much bigger and brighter and fuller than I ever remember anything about a tree being. And if I wouldn't have been able to remove that old tradition and replace it with this, I would never get to experience that joy. Another tradition that I've included in the holidays is taking a trip mid-December to reflect on the past year and set intentions and goals for the upcoming year. 
Again, I would have never done this in my past life or my past relationship. But now after six years, it has become a tradition, a moment of calmness and reflection and gratitude during the busiest time of year. So I say all this, not that you need to do these things, but I want you to start imagining what you want your new traditions to look like. Think of it as your opportunity to take what you used to do and take it up a notch. Think of it as traditions 2.0. So maybe you used to decorate the tree by yourself while your kids went out and played in the snow and your ex watched football. Well, how about turning it into a full-fledged party with your kiddos now and make, I don't know, a fun reindeer punch and creating a special playlist for tree decorating, buying brand new ornaments that mean something to you now. Whatever it is, find the joy in it again. Or how about scheduling a girl's holiday dessert party or champagne tasting? This is the perfect time to sit down and tell them how much their friendship has meant to you during this challenging time in your life. Or maybe you just schedule a spa day just for you the day after Christmas. I tell you all of this to encourage you to step out of the comfort of the old traditions and imagine how you want this next chapter to look and create traditions around the new vision you have of yourself. You can create any tradition you want, just like you have the ability to create the life you want. Grab hold of this exciting opportunity. The sky's the limit. Okay, tip number two. Being alone can be a gift if you let it. At first, you may not feel like this is completely true. You may be craving the hustle and bustle of the holidays to get your mind off the fact that you are alone and that things are so different than years past. But this is where you have to lean in and embrace the growth. Think back to your past holidays. You had to manage your kids and your pets and get things done for your spouse. It was probably pretty hectic. So if you find yourself alone at some point this holiday season, enjoy the ability to do some things for yourself that you might not have had time to do in the past. Get a manicure, spend the morning journaling or meditating, make a list of all the positive things that have happened this year. And of those, which ones do you want to carry into the next year? Go see a movie by yourself, get a massage, have a glass of wine by the fire and catch up on the book that's been sitting and collecting dust on your nightstand all year long. Watch a couple episodes of The Magic Art of Tidying Up on Netflix and clean out a few spaces and prepare for your new year and new exciting life. There's no better way to spark joy than decluttering and spending time with Mari Kondo. You know, I posted the other day on Instagram about how being alone is truly a gift. And it really struck me that when I was alone and on my quest for knowledge of life and happiness and fulfillment after I got divorced, that's where I really grew the most. And it was the foundation of who I am and who I have really become. It is when you embrace the quiet and embrace the change and choose yourself that you start becoming the true you. So make the most of your you time over the next few months. Number three is a piece of advice that comes from my friends. And that's because this doesn't necessarily apply to me, but I know it applies to most of you out there. And that is to accept this new parenting schedule for what it is during the holiday season. And as you know, in most parenting agreements, you do have to take turns being with your kids for the holidays. So as a newly separated parent, you might be dealing with the fact that your ex will be with your kids on Christmas day. And most likely this is going to be the first Christmas of your kids' lives that you won't see them that morning. And that can be devastating, I'm sure. 
While this scenario is upsetting, I promise from all of my friends that have been through this, they say that it's going to be okay. And it is going to be okay. A tactic that some of my friends use is that they have Christmas with their kiddos on another day, opening presents and singing songs and having a nice family dinner. It doesn't have to be on the actual day. It doesn't even have to be on Christmas Eve. You just have to make plans in advance to celebrate with your kids. Any day in December is acceptable. And just having a conversation with them about it and planning that out and getting them excited about it will really help. And they're going to remember it the same as if you celebrated on Christmas Day. Same with Thanksgiving, same with New Year's. You can plan all those special holiday moments on any day you want. As long as you're with them and you make it special for them, that's what matters. And also when your kids are heading to your ex's house this time of year, this is really the time to support them. Reinforce what a wonderful time they are going to have and that you are going to be okay. Remember, this time is about growth. So you've got to be strong, even if you want to cry as they're walking out the door. Hug them, love on them, and again, take advantage of that time alone and look forward to them coming back to you. My fourth holiday hack is all about setting boundaries. This can apply to saying no to events or parties that you've been invited to or having a pre-planned response for when people try to get all the juicy details of your divorce. Contrary to what society has led you to believe, you get to decide what you want to do, who you want to be around, and how you want to interact with the world. If something makes you uncomfortable to talk about it, then don't talk about it. If someone makes you uncomfortable to be around, then don't be around them. If an event makes you uncomfortable to go to, then don't attend it. I'm not saying hide from the world and shelter yourself from all the bad things that could come your way. I'm saying listen to your emotions, listen to your gut, listen to your feelings, and don't put yourself through unnecessary torture if you know in advance it's not serving you. Think of yourself as the ultimate gatekeeper. Do you remember in The Wizard of Oz when Dorothy, the lion, Scarecrow, and Tin Man all walked up to the gates of Oz and that little guy popped out and said, go away, and told them they couldn't come in? Well, you have to be that little guy for yourself. Don't let anyone in that you don't want in. You know more than anyone what's best for you. So it's important that you only do that because not everyone has your best interest at heart. They have theirs on a pedestal, not yours. And during this time when you might be feeling a little more vulnerable because it's the holiday season and you're lonely, you might let your guard down a little bit. But knowing that you have control over what you do, when you do, and how you do it will keep that balance in your life that you really need right now. And for all those nosy people that might want some information about what went down between you and your ex, it's okay not to give it to them. Simply say, I don't want to discuss any of that. I'm in the process of moving forward, and that's not a part of my new story. Simple as that. So my fifth and final holiday hack is, believe it or not, the worst is behind you. I understand how difficult divorce can be. It can be empty and lonely and frustrating and honestly, really, really scary. But these feelings are going to start to fade. And over time, more and more positive experiences will change your outlook and change how you feel about your day-to-day -day life. It was always hard for me to hear people say, things are going to get better or you'll get through it. Because I wanted to say, how do you know? But they were right. Now, things don't get better overnight and they don't get better without any effort. But I guarantee that next year this time, the picture is going to look a lot clearer and a lot brighter. 
Your divorce may be final. Your kids will be more adjusted. You might be dating someone wonderful again, if that's what you want. And you will look back and realize the end of your marriage turned out to be the beginning of a new, better life. The thing is, the holidays tend to fly by. And before you know it, you'll be shoveling snow in January and making plans for spring break. So despite the difficulty of your life right now, try not to wish the holidays away. Instead, embrace them for what they are. The time of feeling gratitude, celebrating loved ones, and of course, believing. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to know when new episodes go live and subscribe to our email list at prettydivorced.com for more information about divorce recovery, mindset, and becoming your best self. You can also find me on TikTok, Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook. All of those are linked on my site. Thanks again for tuning in and may the rest of 2021 bring you lots of happiness and even more joy. Happy holidays.